I'm Steve Fortunato. What social media channels are the right channels for your small business? There's a lot of talk right now about TikTok, but is TikTok right for you and your business? And what's it about anyways? I discuss TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn with someone who has had a lot of success using social media to grow her brand and her business. Welcome to Sidewalk Talk. And I'm joined by Mayan Gordon. She's out on the West Coast. Thank you at the time of this recording. It's 10 o'clock Eastern, 7 o'clock uh, West Coast time. But Mayan is, um, well, I mean, she does a little bit of everything. She's a writer. She's in the glass industry. She's a, certainly a social media influencer and expert. And we'll get into that in a second. Mayan, thanks for joining us. Welcome to the show. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me here. So, um, you know, last I looked uh, on this, uh, on one of the social platforms, TikTok, you had 1.7 million followers. And is it called a handle? Because yeah, you username, handle, okay. absolutely. Yeah, you have two of them because you have another one that I had do. like half a million followers. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you have a good following on LinkedIn. You have a, a, a following on Instagram. Uh, but you're in the glass industry, you're a, you're a writer, you're a consultant, you are into marketing. How, give me your story, go back 10 years. And, and I know that I believe, and help me out if I'm, if I'm wrong here, it's social media actually started out on the Instagram side. Is that true? Absolutely. Yeah. So when I started out kind of in business, um, I was in the traditional school system going to college and trying to, you know, earn some side money um, to pay for pizzas and things like that. And I found that, you know, I had my laptop and I had these skills of, you know, writing that I developed in high school of some digital design um, and graphic design. And I just started looking online for, you know, jobs that were available in the skill sets that I had. And it turned out that people at the time, 10 years ago, needed a ton of writing done, especially around uh, blog posts, article content for like websites and for content marketing, um, affiliate marketing, like landing pages done, like all all really variety of content. Um, and I fell in love with the fact that content could be, really be written in a variety of different ways that had a really different effect on the end user. And so I started falling in love with marketing through writing because writing is just one form of media. It's one form of marketing. And I just, I fell in love with like the ability to connect with people through clever wording, through, you know, colors, positioning. Um, and I did that for a while before transitioning into my first business, which is where I, I dove into Instagram. And that was with a smoking accessory called Diffuser Beads, where we essentially bought Airsoft BBs in bulk, repackaged them, um, you know, pack, uh, put a label on them that was really nice and sold them direct to stoners and direct to uh, smoke shops for resale. Um, did that for a couple years before getting burnt out on a singular product. We didn't really have a way to make more products around that idea or um, grow the brand in any way that was something that, you know, got us enthusiastic or excited about it. And so I switched to graphic design because that was something I felt more passionate about at the time. Did that for a while till the passion kind of died down and I had a lot of, I would say, customer service issues. Um, it wasn't, the business wasn't structured that well. The margins were really low on stickers or t-shirts. Um, and it was hard to scale without investing a lot into equipment. So that's why I pivoted into glass blowing. Um, it just happened to be that through this sticker business, I was able to connect with a lot of glass blowers who needed stickers done. 
Um, so I was able to work out a trade to get some lessons. Um, then I just, you know, invested kind of the money that was necessary to get started. It was like two, two and a half thousand dollars for all the equipment I needed. So I just like really hustled some stickers, um, you know, sold a bunch of stuff that I had because um, I did a lot of bartering and things on Craigslist and I had, I had stuff, you know, some cool stuff to sell. Um, so got the money together, bought the equipment and just dove headfirst into that, did, you know, 12 plus hours a day of glass blowing um, and posting to Instagram and making sales. So this, this entire time of operating these different businesses, I had been really executing on uh, both brand building and sales, both through Instagram mainly. I've been doing a little bit of Facebook, like group marketing and Facebook marketplace um, more recently, but, but really, really heavy on Instagram when it came to brand building and sales. Um, I'd say I'm still the heaviest in terms of sales on Instagram, but TikTok is this new beast, which allows you um, organic reach that has never been really possible before on any platform. Um, so the ability to get hundreds of millions of views on, on a single video is just like not heard of since the dot-com age when you're, you could put up a website and it would get, <clears throat> excuse me, like, you know, millions of, of visitors just because you had like blank, you know, pet.com or whatever popular uh, domain it was. So um, I hopped onto that when, I don't know, after I heard Gary V talk about it really enough times and I didn't want to feel, I think, left out on a new new opportunity. I'm definitely an opportunity seeker. Um, and so I, when I tried it out, I had a, a quick, you know, success and kind of put my, my foot to the pedal as the success was happening. And I'd say squeezed all the juice out of that orange um, and wrote it all the way up to 1.7 million. All right. So you mentioned, I'll, we'll go right into TikTok then because yeah, Gary V's been pushing it, right? And I'm like, what is he invested in, in this? You know, why does he keep pushing this? Well, he's um, on the platform. So yes, he's right. like, I'm on the platform. I'm invested in it by putting my time into it. So good point. Good point. So you're up to 1.7 million on, on the one handle and then the half a million on the other. Um, when did you start? Was this, was this in the last year? Yeah. So I mean, this that's... was, um, right, you know, right now is May 1st. Mm -hmm. Happy May, everyone, by the way. Yay. Mayday. Mayday. Um, yeah, May Day. Pretty happy day. Um, and I started in, uh, it was late August of just this past year. So 2019, it's now 2020. Yeah, so it's been about a, nine, 10 months. Yeah, that's, that, that, that's not a lot of time. So look, um, because of Gary Vee, um, I was, I'm trying to, you know, we are, we, we work with small businesses where we're, we are, um, that's what our marketing firm does. That's what we focus on is small businesses, the dentist down the road, whatever it is, um, that, that's who we're there to help. That's, that's our target and uh, that's our wheelhouse. So, so I'm like, well, I mean, they're asking me, well, what's this TikTok thing? And I'm like, what is this TikTok thing? So I've investigated, I found you probably on LinkedIn, right? I'm like, oh, yeah. here's a TikTok person. Maybe, maybe she can help educate me. So I've, I've gone on there. I've watched it. I've studied it. I've asked people about it. I've asked, I'm going to ask you. I, I have to admit, I, I just, I don't get it. I don't, I don't understand. I don't, I'm not sure. I don't know, understand how, uh, what can a small business do on TikTok? I, I, I've seen, I've seen a lot of dancing. Yeah. Uh, so, and, and maybe I'm not in that demo. So, you know, I'm trying to understand it. Yeah. Right? So help me, help me. Understand. Yeah. So it's really just all about the digital transformation to short form video. And the fact that human beings don't have in this kind of much more fast paced world than existed 50 years ago, 
Um, we don't have time to watch a 60 minute video. We don't even, many of us don't even have time to watch a 20 minute video or a five minute long video. Um, but we all have time to watch a 10 second video or let's say five 10 second videos. Um, especially if each of those videos was punchy and filled with either entertainment, um, educational value, or um, I would say empowerment or positive feeling. So that is what TikTok's all about. It's about delivering video that is very short format, typically, you know, 10 to 15 seconds is what you're gonna see. Sometimes a little shorter, even sometimes, you know, six seconds. Um, and our brains, because of how much media exists in the world today, have really adapted quickly to the information that we can get from that media um, in a short amount of time. So it used to be that people thought you had to spend 60 seconds on, let's say, an advertisement to get your message across or to get the product features or details. And really what it turns out is you really probably only need six to 15 seconds to make a strong impact on someone's brain, which is what you want to do as a small business. You want to convert them into a loyal customer. You don't just want them to be a viewer or um, a supporter even. You want them to be a customer. And to get them to be a customer, you have to one, become very familiar, they have to become familiar with you, like they have to recognize you, typically. Um, two, they have to like you, like people will not support you if they don't like you. And TikTok is a really great place to make people like you for two reasons. One, again, the inherent nature of short form video, it's, it's kind of, I think, easier to make a short happy video than a sh uh, long happy video. Um, but then also the environment. So for example, Instagram has kind of a jealous environment, digital space to it. Like you go in there and you're inherently a little bit more jealous maybe than you would be in your normal life. Um, Facebook has uh, inherently more, I would say family feeling or like small community feeling, digital environment. Like when I go on Facebook, I feel like maybe I've entered um, a, you know, a community center or um, a, a church, not a church, you know, a church without a re <clears throat> religious affiliation, so to speak. Um, and with TikTok, it's more like you're entering a, a summer camp where everyone's kind of new for the first time. Everyone's kind of feeling each other out, but everyone's trying to make friends. Everyone wants to have a good time. Um, that's like where the digital uh, emotional space of TikTok exists. And so if that's something that you want to take advantage of or have as a benefit for your business, it can really help a small business to, you know, put itself in that environment. And I get it. Or because it's so new, organically, you're going to do really well, right? Just like we LinkedIn right now, your videos, exactly. right? Uh, and then eventually they'll figure out they'll, if, if you want to uh, get any kind of, uh, get in, you know, on Facebook, it used to, you used to, now you, if you want to get noticed on Facebook, you got to pay for it, right? So eventually right, TikTok right. will get there is, is, is yep. the point. But still, as a small, as someone that owns a small business, maybe they are not only the CEO, they're the HR manager, um, they're the janitor, they do everything, right? Um, and so how many channels can a small business handle? Because if you're going to do something, you better do it right. Absolutely, yeah. So I'm, I'm starting to change my answer a little bit to this as I've been doing coaching and consultation. And really, it comes down to, especially for... 
a, a business that's single owner or just someone who feels like they're really busy as a business owner is you have to have really tight processes and systems. Um, that's what's going to allow you to take on one more number of platforms and more number of tasks, but really that's what's going to allow you to do any of those tasks more in depth or with um, a higher level of energy input into them. Um, so, you know, that's something I think really every single business should constantly be working on to optimize. And that's, that's kind of like a, a mindset shift I've, I've had over the past uh, year is I used to think like, as your business grew to, and you reached each new level, that that was when you had to optimize, or that's when you had to, um, you know, create a new pro like when you added new employees, that's when you had to create a new process. And really, no matter what size your business is or what's changed in it, you should always be trying to optimize your systems and processes because technology is increasing so quickly that there's always something new to allow you to do it better. It, again, it used to be 10 years ago, there was not new cool, like really useful, like really useful softwares coming out on a monthly basis. It was, you know, like maybe one, once a year, there was a big thing and everyone made a big deal about it. So you didn't really have to look for it or, or pay too much attention to doing it because everyone was talking about it. Now there's tons of tools out there you will never hear about if you don't go look for them. Um, but they can, you know, give you a lot of advantage in, in the business space, especially in the digital space. So when I look at at at, uh, at your posts on TikTok, are they called posts on TikTok? Yep. Okay, because I'm still learning the lingo. You got it. See what's different. <laughs> All right. Um, I, I, the 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 stuff from from the what you do with glass and your artwork, it was mesmerizing. It was beautiful. It was so well done, and and I wanted more. Right. So maybe that's the short form, and I can go to another platform to see more of your work. Right. Yes. I would assume that's part of the idea. Then when it gets to the other stuff like that you would do or other people do, I still don't get it. I mean, I, I guess, uh, I don't know if I'm too old fashioned here. Um, uh, and I understand, and I would assume what we're trying to do is, is it's more about me and my personal brands. So I'm trying to, because we're all about storytelling, right? right? Authentic storytelling, kind of where you were going earlier, you, you, whether it's your personal brand, your company brand, it's not about the brand. It's not about the company. It's about the people behind the brand and the company. That's right. humans want to connect with humans. Yes. So is that the other thing? So you can show your profession or your expertise and your creative, but then on the other side of it, you can also show your you personality, your humanity. Your, yeah, is exactly. It so okay. it's, it's a place where, you don't have to have a, a heavily curated, um, produced, you know, profile that the way that you do on Instagram, like Instagram likes it when you post really pretty kind of touched up, you know, photos. Um, TikTok doesn't care about what necessarily your video looks like. Of course, now take that with a grain of salt, like it video, it's video based. So like what the video looks like is very important, but really the core of it is how does the video make you feel? when you watch it. And TikTok uses a ton of data to be able to determine that. Um, so if a video makes you feel something strongly, it's going to do well on the app. So if you were really surprised at the end, or if you were even to the point, right, you were maybe really disgusted, but 
but because of that, you watched the whole video. Like it, people don't realize what they're doing to when they're giving data or when they're behaving in a certain way, like what the ramifications of that are. Um, the, the app is really, really smart, but it's not so smart that it knows you're watching the, the whole video because you do like it or you don't like it. Like it thinks, it goes, why would anyone watch a video logically that they don't like? And the fact is people behave illogically. And so that messes with, with some of the algorithm and what you're gonna see. You could be like, I thought it's supposed to be a smart algorithm. How come it keeps showing me these videos? It's because you're looking at them long enough where it thinks you like them, where it, it goes reasonably human behavior when you start to identify something you don't like, you swipe past it faster and faster. That's like how behavior that is good for you works, is you go, oh, I hate those, I hate those, and you start to identify it and get rid of it faster. How people actually work, though, is they go, why is this keep popping up? And they'll stare at it. And so um, it's a really a great self-awareness tool in many different ways in terms of realizing what your own consumption behavior is um, for videos. I know we're, 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 thank you. That's great insight. I, I, I want, I want to jump in and then we'll wrap it up to your, to you. Um, what's so inspiring to me and hopefully to others is your story. I mean, you're, you're very young, um, but you are a go-getter, a hustler. This stuff doesn't just come to you. You, but right. it's not like, it's, to me, it's, um, it, it's the new, it's almost a new workforce. You don't go to, you didn't go to college for doing what you're doing, right? right. You don't, I mean, you, you, there's no classes that you took. You have, you have recognized opportunity and taken advantage of that. And I think that's, that's a great thing. That's the American spirit. You're, yeah. you're recognizing what's, what's going on. And, and now I, I check you know, your website, uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, funnel. Well, there's, you have a bunch of different things. I can have a membership. There's TikTokinfluencing.com. Um, there's, so you are, you're, you, you now have, I could, you provide content and then I can subscribe to that. That's so, yeah, powerful. On, yeah. On my website, um, yeah. it's basically, you know, I've been on LinkedIn sharing kind of all of this insight and information, but LinkedIn's a terrible place for collecting or being able to search for people's posts like you it'd be very hard for anyone to find posts I did a month ago so I created this website where it's much much easier to find um, the content that you're looking for specifically to TikTok um, there's a little bit of other you know platform information on there too with like Instagram LinkedIn and just general marketing um, but I'm, I'm really just in an active process of trying to build tools and resources for people gotcha so what tell me what is what is your average day like now? I mean, you, you create content for a living and you consult. What right. is your average day? Yeah, I'd say my average day consists of a mix between, um, you know, writing posts for LinkedIn, um, creating, can I don't create Canva documents every day, but I do it, you know, one to two times per week. I'll create like a, a deck um, that has, you know, just really helpful information in it to post on LinkedIn. Um, I'll do probably five to eight TikTok posts for my own accounts and then a couple accounts that I manage. Um, and I will do a, you know, a heavy amount of answering messages and responding to uh, comments if I can. Um, at the same time, I take between, I would say, 
two to six phone calls and meetings slash podcasts um, on a daily basis. And then I would say probably another 30 to 60 minutes of research that is specific to optimizing my business processes um, or just not optimizing the process, but like going through the process of, okay, I need to organize this information in this software um, right now. Um, and then I would say another probably, you know, one, I try and get one to two hours of glass blowing in if I can. Um, and then, you know, I, I spend a good amount of time hanging out with my dogs. I think, you know, like typically take them on, on a walk for, you know, an hour, uh, one to two hours a day hanging out with my dogs. So it's, it's a good life. I mean, well, congratulations because uh, you've you've earned your success. You you you're a hard worker, and uh, and I appreciate that. And I appreciate you trying to educate us and inspiring those out there that are thinking, I can't do this. But whatever it is, I mean, you, there is there is opportunity out there. You just have to discover it and go get it. Absolutely, I think um, for anyone who's having a hard time feeling confident about which direction they're going to move or if something's an opportunity um that's first of all that's very normal like you're not going to know until you until you really do it but but then also how i overcame that when i was just starting out and really felt like i knew i, I knew like very particular things in a sea of knowledge um that i didn't know about was that i just I compared things. So if you think something's a good opportunity or a bad opportunity, compare it to as many other opportunities as you can find. And that will tell you a pretty good idea um, as to whether or not it really is a good opportunity. And compare it on different perspective levels. So compare it on, you know, how much competition is there? Compare it on how much revenue potential? Compare it on, like, do you have any inherent advantage? Like, compare it in many different ways and it'll really tell you, like, is this a good idea? Is there a lot of opportunity here or did it really not stand out above the rest of these things? I mean, the one thing I t tell, tell anyone, anyone that will listen is uh, whether it's a, a social media platform or traditional media, whatever it is, uh, and, and maybe it is TikTok, uh, if your messaging isn't there, it doesn't matter. You, you, you need to be on brand. You need to have your story in place. You need to know where you're going with it and have that strategy or it doesn't work. Yeah. Or it works the way it's supposed to, which would be poorly because you don't have an right. on-brand message. So, well, your story is fantastic. What if someone, what's the best way someone can get in touch with you or learn more about you? Should we go to the website? You've got all these handles. What, give them to us. Absolutely. So best places to learn more about me would, would be my website. Um, there's an entire about section that, so just for context for the website, it is um, a website that has a membership component, but also a bunch of free content. So all of the about section is free because it's about me and it's got a list of all my podcast episodes that I'm on. This one will be on there as well. Um, and then I'd say the best place to learn is to probably follow me on LinkedIn. Um, I post some really interesting content on there and it's also where you can kind of follow along with, um, you know, my, my life, so to speak, and my day-to-day -day business activities. Um, the, you know, the best places to find my content would be TikTok at world of glass is my handle on there. Uh, Instagram, I'm monkey boy glass on there. No Facebook. You know, I'm on Facebook, but I don't message me on there. I'll probably ignore you. <laughs> why do you think, why no face, why Facebook on the, why is Facebook take a, a back seat? 
it just requires more energy and time input than any of the other platforms for me right now. Um, so I'm sure as I, you know, again, optimize my processes and systems where I have more bandwidth to, to take on Facebook, I will. But right now I'm, I'm using it heavily for, um, I use it for Facebook Marketplace. I sell uh, sports cards and like Pokemon and Magic the Gathering cards on there uh, very well. Like if, if you guys are looking for an item to flip, cards are super hot, especially Magic the Gathering, I would say is number one in terms of like flippability. Um, number two would probably be Pokemon. And then three would be Yu-Gi-Oh! And then fourth would be sports. Although sports is really hot if you know the right people. Um, and then I also use it for, I'm a landlord, so I own a duplex and I use it to rent out. Um, you know, I do all my renting out through Facebook. Of course. I mean, a little bit of everything. What's your dog's name there? This is Duke. Duke. Good name. Uh, yeah. All right. So it's, it's Mayan Gordon, but it's not, spe it's spelled M. M-A-A-Y-A-N, last name G-O-R-D-O-N. You can find, yeah, you can search that on Facebook okay. or on LinkedIn. Um, and then you can also contact me directly via email, which is monkeyboyarts at gmail.com. Awesome. Uh, Mayan Gordon has been our guest on Sidewalk Talk. I appreciate your time, your knowledge, your input, your inspiration. Uh, fantastic. Uh, wish you continued success. Thank you. Thank you so much. You can download all of our Sidewalk Talk podcasts on your platform of choice. You can also watch any of them by visiting our website, shoveltosidewalk.com. If you have a story that you think needs to be shared or you have someone you know has a story that needs to be shared, it's a story of inspiration, information, or education, just fill out a quick form on our website. We'll get back to you and we'll set up an interview for our, our next and upcoming episode. Thanks again for watching, listening, and participating. I'm Steve Fortunato, and this has been Sidewalk Talk.